Welcome back to your online safety podcast. Uh, this, once again, is Mike File, your online safety guru. And today we are going to be talking about something that is extremely irritating, spam. We're going to discuss how to stop spam. You know, spam is everywhere, and it's one of the most irritating consequences of our digital world. It's always been common through email. I have seen clients coming in with phones that they say need to be cleaned up, turn them on, voila, 17,000 unread emails. And it's a wonder they have any memory left. But unfortunately, spam is expanding. Text message spam is growing very rapidly. Uh, so we're going to talk about you know, trying to decrease this in both types of formats. And you know, you understand that short of cutting yourself off from the internet, there's no way to eliminate spam entirely. The best you can do is try to filter out most of it, even if it has some unfortunate consequences. First thing you need to do is train your filter. Your email client has filter spams, and this can be, you know, your client can be AOL, Gmail, Yahoo, Apple, whatever. Um, these filters work to move suspicious messages into a separate folder. When you find spam in your inbox, don't just delete it. Select it, tell your email client that the particular message is spam, and then it, your inbox is going to learn you know, what is spam and what isn't. Um, let's say you're using Gmail. Click the Report Spam button on the t toolbar, which is the icon that looks like an exclamation point inside a stop sign, uh, and then you're training the Gmail filter to that this is spam. Uh, some spam tricks your filter and does end up in your inbox. And then also there's some legitimate messages that may end up in the spam folder. They actually call this false positives. So you also need to train your filter about false positives. Check that spam filter every once in a while. There may be email in there that you're missing. If that happens, uh, go through it and show that it is not spam. And eventually, after you do this, you know, for a... Uh, probably quite a while, but eventually your email uh, spam filter is going to do a pretty good job of getting rid of the spam and, and it, so it never gets to you. Another thing is never respond to spam. If you recognize something is spam before you open it, don't open it. If you open it and realize it's spam, close it. Uh, the nice thing about the iPhone is you can actually go into settings and you can set a certain number of lines of your email that you can read before you open it. You set that to three to five lines, you easily know when something's spam and can just delete it from there. Uh, do not click any links or any buttons or download any files from anything that you suspect spam. Uh, that's where you get into a lot of trouble. Uh, if you did open spam because it appeared to be coming from a friend or co-worker, contact that Im immediately because that means their account has been compromised and their account is sending out spam. Also be careful because you may have emails that you think is from your friend or co-worker, but they've actually been uh, cloned and it's say is an M file which would be an email that might come from one of my email accounts. Somebody takes it and goes M5 with spells it with two L's. If you look at it immediately, you're not going to catch that. They try to trick you. Uh, hide your email address. 
The more people have your email address, the more spam you're going to get. That's a fact of life. Keep your email address very close. Don't publish it on the web unless you absolutely have to. And if you have to, use a different email for that purpose. I have 10 email addresses. There's nothing wrong with having more than one email address. Use a disposable email address in some cases. It's easy to set free email addresses for anything. Gmail, uh, AOL, Yahoo. There's a lot of places to get free email addresses. You can also use a third-party anti-spam filter. Uh, most of these comes with uh, third parties. Uh, in other words, they can work with Office's Outlook program, but they may not work with an actual web-based pro program like Outlook.com. If it's really, really bad, like one of these people with 17,000 emails, you can always change your email address. Noted, this is a drastic action, but if you responded to spam in the past or you've just got overloaded with spam, it may be your best option. You'll have to go through all your legitimate contacts, tell them about the change. You'll probably have to keep your old addresses for a few months, so as you get people that email you, email them back about the new address. But once you get rid of that old address, that spam is really going to plummet. So, and this, let's talk about the text messages. Um, text messages is becoming more common. In a recent report, the Federal Trade Commission is reminding everyone that they don't have to take these messages lying down. Spam texts are often illegal, much more illegal than email, and consumers need to be careful about uh, how they handle them and what information they reveal. Text message spam is really a triple threat. It promises, uses the promise of free gifts or products to get you to reveal personal information. It can lead to unwanted charges to your phone bill and it can also slow your cell phone, the cell phone's performance. Unsolicited text messages is illegal under the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. Now, there are a few exceptions, such as a sender has a relationship to the recipient or it comes from a political or fundraising organization. Isn't that special? The political organizations exempt themselves because they got to raise money. Yeah, okay. But for the most part, consumers are really supposed to give their consent before they can legally receive a text message. Okay, so here's tips from the FTC on what to do with a text message. Delete a text message that asks you to confirm or provide personal information. Legitimate companies do not ask for information or account numbers or passwords by text or by email. Remember that. Do, don't reply and don't click any links in the message. Of course, Never click links in anything. You can easily get malware installed on your computer or take you to a spoof site to steal your uh, financial information. Treat your personal information like cash, your social security number, your credit card numbers, bank numbers. Okay, That's all something that you don't give out. And you can put your phone number, cell phone number on the National Do Not Call Registry. That does work for legitimate companies to send out spam, but it really doesn't work for the ones that are like out of the country and don't care. You can report spam text messages to your carrier. Copy the original message and forward it to the number 7726, which is S-P-A-M. This is free of charge. That, once again, is number 7726 to forward a spam. 
And always review your cell phone bill and look for unauthorized charges and report any of this to your carrier. If you have a business, I've noticed something new. It's happened to me and a few other people have reported it, that you get a text message that says that they want a service or product that you have, ask if you accept credit cards, and they put in the text message they're hearing impaired. That does seem kind of strange, doesn't it? Well, this, this is what they're doing. First off, by saying they're hearing impaired, they never have to talk to you. They use that as a reason to do all of the business over email or a text message. And what they're trying to do when they ask if you receive credit cards is they're going to try to build a relationship with you and then pay you with a credit card, but they're going to be asking you to send some of the money to a third party. Like you're, they're going to say you're on a team working with another person. What's happening is you're going to get paid with a stolen credit card. You're going to forward the money to the third party, and then the money that you got paid is going to be taken away from you when they find out that it was not a legitimate credit card. So don't fall for those. Anyway, that is it for today. Uh, Once again, remember, we have a weekly newsletter, Home Cyber Defense Weekly, that you can subscribe to by going to homecyberdefense.net, and then go to cyberdefense.biz and we have a slew of online safety programs or cybersecurity programs for individuals, for kids, for parents, for schools, and for businesses. Our two newest ones is uh, online security for real estate companies and real estate professionals and online security for medical professionals. These are inexpensive classes. They range anywhere from $9.99 to $29.99 and definitely worth your time to take it. As I have commented before, we have a report that says 95% of all successful cyber attacks on businesses nowadays is because of employee error. Have your employees and your staff and your agents and anybody who's on your team trained to recognize and avoid a cyber threat. Thank you and be safe out there.